Hello and welcome back to the Liam Hannon Podcast. So it's going to be a quick one today, I'll probably say it in every episode, but I have the air fryer on and I'm absolutely starving. I kind of just, I, I got laid all morning, doing my workout, got up town, tried to someone and then I fucking, whatever, don't want to give you that life update. But uh, today I'm going to do the handy ones that I just love doing is the June Q&A. So these are kind of questions I've asked for a couple of clients and kind of, I suppose all these are ones you'll hear out in general as well. But I'm going to talk about or my opinions on certain things as well. So um, here we go. Starting off, best exercise for beginners. Now, it's a straight and narrow, to the point, there is no best exercise for beginners. Okay, but there is exercise that you can do, but they can be they can be used to for an advanced intermediate or advanced person as well. So for example, we'll say you're span new to the gym and you want to start off with squats, you could go straight to a back squat, but maybe you can, you, you would still get enough stimulus because of the new gains and stuff like that from doing just a regular squat, even a bodyweight squat or a prisoner squat. I would say maybe add a little bit of resistance, whether that be like a 6kg or 5kg kettlebell or something like that and do some goblet squats. We'll just use squats for example, but there is no exercise necessarily for beginners. For I could even go down the route, like you know people say, use machi- machines, in the gym but you'll see nowadays a lot of people more even advanced guys are using a lot of the chest presses and stuff like that um in their own routine so there isn't really any beginner exercise the other exercises are obviously that are a little bit harder and stuff like that but i would be one to just be trying to maybe even if you start with body weight and the light dumbbells or light kettlebells and a bit of light machine work you can do something like that to build yourself up because at the end of the day as i said if you are a beginner you, this is going to be span new stimulus so whatever you do is going to give have benefits next one then can you lose weight from eating clean now this is the kind of thing of like i suppose this is very a sort of early 20s 10s not even 2020s 2020s i suppose i don't even know what i'm saying already whatever 20 what am i saying but eating clean can eat clean help lose weight of course it can but you have to kind of understand that like there are, as I said before, there are no good and bad foods. There are foods that are have higher nutritional value and the ones that have less nutritional value. There are foods that are higher in calories and foods that are lower in calories. And it all depends on what you want. You could be eating clean all you want, but if you're eating too much calories overall, you're going to gain weight, even if you are, if those calories are so-called clean. Now, there may be a real... Someone could come on a real scientific back thing and say, well, I just eat nothing but chicken breasts and I eat 3,000 calories of the chicken breasts and I'm losing, I'm not losing any weight, but then someone could say, I eat 3,000 calories of chicken breasts and I'm losing weight because of the fact that it takes your body to break down all that amount of protein. Now again, that is a bit mad when I just kind of suppose, forget about that in, in general, like that is not something I would uh, suggest doing, but of course you will start losing weight. Once you say, a lot of times people, as I said, when they tidy up their diet or even clean up their diet, where it's like, instead of having, the, a couple of beers throughout the week you left them till the weekend and you only had one or two and you actually kind of reduced the amount of cans you're drinking or whatever there then of course you would start losing weight but there is no good and bad foods and eating clean can really help as well like in a sense of of for fullness in that way so for example one of my staple meals at the moment now is a big salad bowl i have throwing iceberg lettuce onions beetroot uh protein sauce usually like boiled eggs throwing a bit of lean ham i've thrown some lean ham ham or chicken or something into that as well, you know, scallions, whatever you want, tomatoes, whatever you want, but just have a big nutritional bowl and it kind of really hits my hits my taste buds as well with all that mixture of flavour. Like technically if you looked at that you would say it's a clean food. Now what I would do with that as well is I would add my bit of mayo and I would add my bit of 
garlic mayo whatever to it and that that would increase the calories ever so slightly so you could look at foods like that as well which i've been kind of which i've kind of been getting trying out a bit as well because uh, it just gives you because you have the food that will satisfy that will keep you full and you also have foods that make it taste that bit better because for example we go into mcdonald's or somewhere like that and we use their dressings for their salads and it's going to bump up the calories or even if you buy a pre-packed ready-made salad and has little croissants or the fuck they're called and um it has their own sauces it's probably going to be a higher calories than the ones you would make up yourself because you're in control of the portion you're in control of what's going into it and you can decide what sauces you put on it so again like again then well there's another one that comes up in conversation a lot is like clean foods like and people go mad for their avocados or their nuts and seeds and all this but even my father the day came home with a big load of seeds and i was trying to explain to him like yeah just because you're putting this onto your porridge isn't going to make a massive it will it won't make a massive difference but i'm saying to just understand like that you can overdo it with this with that as well calorie wise because it's very easy with foods like that to over overindulge uh, overindulge and have suddenly have eaten 500 calories of, of nuts and seeds which to me like it may be okay it may feel you but it's not a lot of food if you actually look at it visually so don't be so bogged down about the uh, worried about eating super super clean i've always said it since day one and there's so many people that are kind of just trying to disprove this but it's not not in pizza the facts that to lose weight you need to be into a deficit and you can get that deficit from whatever way you want but obviously you want to try and i would be promoting eating like 80 percent clean or eight percent good wholesome foods and then you're 20 percent of foods that you enjoy chocolate whatever like that working through the next one we're talking about injuries and posture and etc now this is stuff that like a lot of people and nearly there's a mass i don't know what the actual percentage but a lot of people that are stuff with lower back pain and knee pain or even shoulder pain and stuff like that and a lot of time of course i'll say go straight to your physio and get that sorted out and when it comes to exercising just don't be stupid don't be fucking trying to do burpees or mad amount of burpees if you have a bad shoulder or even if you're squatting as well and if you dodge your knee figure out what leg exercise works for you it might be a leg extension or maybe leg extension might play a book you. it could be a kettlebell squat it could be a reverse lunge sometimes a lot of times a forward lunge will hurt someone's knee or sometimes it doesn't so it all depends on the state of the injury and if you again like that if you're getting a bit of physio please just do the exercise the amount of people that get injured don't do the exercise after because it seem too the exercise seem too easy and too simple but yet then they'll have the problems later on when they want to start actually when they start like a lot of times if someone gains a lot of weight it's going to be an awful harder on those injuries as well like knee whether it be your knee or whatever like that because you're holding all this extra body fat this extra weight on top of of your knee and then you're trying to trying to do exercise as well it makes it a lot difficult so do try and do your exercises if you get injured do your exercises to get yourself back on track as fast as possible okay so next one we're talking about do you use pre-workout and should i use it now pre-workout is just like stimulant it's like caffeine pretty much you can get ones i can kind of i haven't really used like a pump formula or anything like that but i've all i've have used pre-workouts in the past and again your pre-workout doesn't have to be like a one you buy in the shop you could just use coffee you could use a tin of monster red bull whatever like that what i like to do is i just make sure that it's a zero calorie version of it against your save the calories and um, you don't need to use them but i do use them uh, sometimes it just depends on the mood like if i might have a monster or i'd use a pre-workout stimulant sometimes i'd often would have too much caffeine maybe during the day but it depends how how accurate uh, uh, how active you are throughout the day i would always say that as well because if you are someone that's sitting at the desk all day long 
maybe you might need that pick me up but if you are someone that then that's working late at night and you're going to the gym late at night just realize that that caffeine could still be in your system so what i like to do is and i think the reason i kind of i suppose in a sense it gives me that it almost like a placebo effect or something like in the sense that like i would take if i know i've had a lot of caffeine during the day i will make sure i'm extra active i will walk to my i walk to my classes I will just make sure I get an extra couple more steps in. I'll, when I do my workout, I'll make sure I absolutely hammer myself in the gym when I'm doing this because just get really trying to flush out as much of that caffeine as I can. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'd be one of these people and people are going to go, what the fuck? I've often had coffee in the evening time and I'd be sound to sleep at night. I have no problem sleeping. If you're someone that's very sensitive to caffeine, then maybe stay away from the pre-workouts. Uh, some people kind of, kind of would have a, could even have, instead of pre-working, would have some fast action carbs, like a Rice crispy Square or like a few Haribo's or something like that. It just gives them a little bit of a boost in energy. But it's completely up to yourself. Like they do work. Like a lot of them are scientifically, but it is pretty much scientifically backed that they're, they're kind of, they will help. But again, these are percentages. Not going to send you from any, you know what I mean? It's not that, if you're thinking that you need to take caffeine, that's what's stopping you from getting your six pack or getting you, your hitting your goal, is probably something else. Like if you are someone that's lacking sleep, for example, adding a caffeine stimulant to your regime is not going to help. It's actually going to probably make your sleep even worse. Yes, they're a great product. I do use it myself, uh, whether it be a pre-workout formula or as a monster energy drink or whatever, some sort of energy drink like that or a coffee or whatever. I do definitely use them, but I am someone that doesn't suffer much sleep and I know that a lot of that stuff is burnt out of my system by the end of the night because with the way I work. So just keep that in mind if you are someone that's thinking about buying a pre-workout. Next one then, getting back in shape in your 40s. Now this kind of will go for any age group at all really. And I suppose this question is how to get back in shape, bad knees, etc. Kind of briefly touched on knees and stuff like that. This is slowly down to the person. And I would say like, I get this message a lot of times. It's like, I haven't done it in a long time. Will I be able to do this? Will I be able to do that? I said like, look at the end of the day, even when I come join the class, whatever it is, it's class or one to one or whatever sort of help they need. I would always say to me, look, you work at your own pace starting off. We slowly build yourself back up to getting stronger. You know, it's like, you wouldn't suddenly decide to go run a marathon tomorrow if you can't even do 5K. So just think of it like that. So just slowly build yourself back up into it. But getting back into your forest, getting back into fitness in any ages, you just got to take it easy starting off. And it just slowly builds it up. Of course, it's going to be hard at the start. There's a lot of stuff in your head where you're saying to yourself, oh, the word that everyone uses, which I hate, I'm too old, or, you know, everyone's going to look at me. That shit just... Take, just don't even get that into your brain just get in and do your workout and do it to the best of your ability like as i said go with the lower weights starting off slowly progress up with like for example someone joins a class i have a 16 kettlebell i have a i have a 6 kg kettlebell 8 kg kettlebell 10 kg kettlebell 14 kg kettlebell 20 kg kettlebell someone joining up is not going to go for the 20 kg kettlebell you know what I mean? They may just start with the six and slowly build themselves up. Maybe in the second round, they may feel like this six is a bit too light and go for the eight. Whatever that looks like for you, you do that. And again, like that, if you are someone that's coming back with injuries as well, just kind of check in with your doctor to make sure everything's okay and then go back and do your exercise, as I said, slow and steady. And it doesn't matter what age group it is at all. Like everyone can do some form of exercise. And obviously be realistic, as I said, you know, don't go off trying to run a marathon if you haven't run a 5K 
or if, if you haven't ran in fucking the last three years, you know, just take it slow and steady wins it slow. I was going to say slow and steady wins the race. You know, but just just get yourself out and about and doing it. Like, uh, it's getting like, even if someone's going back playing a bit of football or something like that, they wouldn't expect them to be able to do what they'd done fucking 10 or 20 years ago. So it's just being... I'm not, I'm not saying blow your standards or like that. I'm just saying go in and just take it easy and slowly build yourself back up. But there's no excuse for not doing some form of exercise. You will find something that you can do. Whether that is just literally going into the gym and hopping on the treadmill and walking for for the for the 40 minutes or whatever, or hopping on the bike and going between each machine and doing something slow and steady. Sometimes it's just about getting started, and then you can then you can start progressing yourself on and then try and do things out. Uh, next one then, best snacks for weight loss. Now I have a couple of go-to snacks. I've been raving on about all summer long is popcorn and watermelon. But there's one thing I've kind of mentioned before, what I've been trying to do and I found it's really helped out, is actually eating bigger meals throughout the day. So for example, my breakfast, I will actually have my regular breakfast and then I might have a protein yogurt and a bit of fruit. Rather than having that protein yogurt and a snack midway throughout the day, I just find that then if I had that, if I, I don't know what it is, if I can just feel fuller, I can just go about my day a bit longer and I can go a couple more hours without eating then again. So I just I just like to eat all in the one sitting rather than having loads of snacks. So it is up to yourself. There are loads of options you can get. There's so many low calorie options. It's just about picking and choosing the ones you want. Look at don't as I said I spoke about there again, you like don't like people go for something like as I said, the trail mix or something like that and have a handful of them or a handful of cashew nuts or something like that. But they to me wouldn't really be a snack because you're coming up onto five hundred calories there. A snack to me would be something like fruit or a bit of a yogurt or something like that or you know, something that's like lowering calories, like of course you could have protein bars and stuff like that. There was even one day there recently enough where I had a protein bar from one brand in the morning time and because I didn't get a breakfast in and then I had another protein bar later on that day and I didn't feel too great because I have to have the two bars. So it just depends. You have to do your own kind of uh, research when it comes to snacks. But anything low calories would be what I would definitely opt for for a snack. And again, like that, you could just combine, like as I said, have your breakfast, whatever the eggs and porridge or whatever like that. And then maybe have your protein yogurt and some fruit afterwards, not too long afterwards, because you, if you're still that little bit hungry, just getting a few more calories, I suppose, in within an hour or something like that, and inside that window. So then I always find, because I have more calories inside my system, I'm not as hungry then throughout the day. So I'm just going to wrap up this one's Q&A. I wasn't sure if I'd done my last one, but I actually did. So that is going to be our June Q&A, just literally getting it in before <laughs> before the weekend. So I hope you have a good weekend. If there's anything you want me to cover in more detail, another, another Q&A's or any topics, that are coming to mind, do drop a message on Facebook and Instagram and I will chat you all next week.